Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, and with me always is the younger Duruk Jai Singer. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Benjamin Lomas! Thank you, Duruk. Yes, it, it is. It is the day after my birthday. And uh, and I what can't a... believe I am 32. What a milestone! <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. Uh... Still younger than Jesus when he passed away. Exactly. How I thought he was 27. I oh, know that's Jim Morrison. <laughs> that's right. And Kurt Cobain. And Amy yeah. Winehouse. Uh, Janis Joplin. Oh really? Uh, Jimi yeah. Hendrix. And and David Summers. And Tupac, I think, as well. Right, David Summers, it was just a made-up name. I just assumed someone called David Summers died at 27. I'm going to Google that. <laughs> uh, man, happy birthday, buddy. That was... Uh, yes, thank you. Congratulations on the 40th. Would have been yep. that this is the day after the birthday. Not much to report from my end. So you, why don't you kick us off and tell us how your birthday celebrations went? Uh, it was weird. Uh, let's be honest. Uh, it is, again, Melbourne, for people who are in Melbourne, we are still uh, heavy in uh, lockdown. And so there was no real celebrations. And for the listeners who don't know, uh, and it's kind of, I was trying to find the old episode, actually, because I was like, oh, you know, next year it's going to be a big year. It's going to be 40. And I was going to go off to Europe. I was going to take the whole family with me. Uh, you know, the kids got into Tour de France. And the big thing for my birthday was we were going to dress up in blow-up T-Rexes, stand on the side of the south of France, and cheer on the Tour de France as they fly past at 110 kilometres an hour. And right. kind of, that's what we were going to do. And that's also where I was going to have my first drink again. So oh. I was going to have a glass of rosé. I was going to be with but Maya. Would you need a massive straw? Because T-Rex have such short hands, it's hard to get the drink <laughs> they, they, they in do, there. They do. A conversation which we surprisingly have a lot of in our household. Who would have thought? Now, if the T-Rex is fighting, how can they punch? Their hands are too short. But then they can use their big jaw. But, Daddy, what happens if we go back in time? I was like, well, I have to build a time machine. I was like, well, how long does that take? <laughs> well, <laughs> if you have a time machine, you just go back in time and pass it to yourself in that moment. Going, hey, just I don't waste your time building it. Yeah, I've built it. Yeah. But, or, or as Maya's put it so perfectly, she goes, you can't even build a sauna, let alone a time machine. <laughs> so um, so that was the plan. So the plan was I we'd be in the south of France and then and then in Amsterdam and see family. Now, that didn't happen. We um, COVID came along. So after it was like, oh, if we're not going to do that, once the restrictions left, you're like, you know what? We'll do a pub. Uh, there's a really nice pub around the corner uh, that we used to go to. A couple of other mates have had their 40s there. I was like, that's a great idea. Invite all my friends around. Uh, do that weird thing where you get your world and the comedy world friends and you bring them together and watch them awkwardly interact. I was looking forward to that. I was like, mm. like this is, I was really looking forward to it. Unfortunately, of course, we were like, ah, that's not going to happen. Pubs aren't open. So I was like, third option. Let's head to Mogs Creek. Let's hire a beach house. Off we go. We're about to do that. We're about to put down the deposit. Lockdown again. So what it ended up happening be is it was just me and my little fam, and that was it. Uh, mm. And it was it was uh, it was really nice. And it's funny because because we didn't go to Europe, but we didn't book it in time, and because we didn't go to the beach beach house, and we didn't book it in time, because we're so disorganised. I think I saved myself like twenty grand. <laughs> 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 I'm up, people. I'm up. I'm, I'm saving. I'm saving money. 
not doing it. But in saying that, uh, it was it was a really nice day. The kids, it was all about food. We uh, we pretty much kick I us off. So to... how did we start? Did you get woken up by uh, the the fan? Yes. Or... Well, I got woken up, but I wasn't allowed to get out of bed because they wanted to put the whole, dress the whole house up in streamers and balloons. So right, I occasionally got yelled at, even though they were like, "You can sleep in, you can sleep in." I was like, "You yelling at me that I can sleep in <laughs> is not allowing me to sleep yeah. in. Sleep in, Daddy. I hope you have some peace and quiet." <laughs> So I wasn't I wasn't allowed out, um, and then they were uh, putting the streamers on. And look, it's really funny, right? Balloons, right? I don't know what your opinions on balloons. Do you have an opinion on balloons, Dill? Uh, they've uh, brought me a lot of joy in my life. I really enjoy when you blow up a balloon, but then you hold the end of it and you pull it, and it goes. I love that noise. Uh, I've had a lot of fun with helium balloons, sucking on helium and then making that high-pitched voice. Well, that's um, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of uh, helium uh, and water balloons. Oh, what a great treat. Uh, totally. All right, totally. so that, that's, uh, my, that's where I lie in, the term, in, in regards to balloons. Well, the thing about it is our next generation are getting told something different. Um, as my daughter likes to quote quite regularly, if you go to the zoo and you go to the seal and a penguin enclosure... Uh, a lot of kids are getting taught that when balloons fly, seabirds die. <laughs> oh, wow. This is like O.J. Simpson's trial. If the club don't like, fit, you must acquit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. So it's like it, it, the balloons, which to be honest, if you have a lot of balloons in your house and I live quite small, it fills up the space. So I'm happy to have less balloons. So the most amount of balloons, there's some streamers, but there's two balloons, right? Uh, one for the four and one for the zero. And that's about it. Like that's that that's as, as balloon heavy as it gets. So they 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 did all the streamers and then they woke up. Now, uh, the funny thing about it was two of the presents didn't arrive on time. So they drew. They were a bit gutted that they were ordered. They didn't arrive on time. So they drew the pictures of the two presents, which was uh, okay. which, which was quite hilarious. Um, and then. And then, uh, and so I sat there. So the first meal was, of course, and we've been talking about it. On, so I mentioned on the uh, on the podcast as well. Uh, is is cocoa pops? I think it's become now. I'm so glad I've transferred over the tradition. But uh, every birthday, uh, even mums now, uh, is that uh, you get to have cocoa pops on that morning. And so, oh, and, and, and they just absolutely love. They were like, and then I loved it because even though Maya knew this, they were like, we had one bowl and we're all eating there. I'm half asleep. And I opened up your card and they made me a lovely card. Happy 40th. Which, the thing about it is, the, turning 40, um, when I turned 30, uh, for the listeners, and I think I've mentioned it before, but when I turned 30, I didn't deal with it very well. Uh, after that, I had a bit of a, uh, a you know, you deal with your own mental health. And I struggled in my early 30s, and that was probably yep. uh, understanding who I was. But now I was looking forward to 40, and I had no real issue to it. Even in the current climate, when things are... Pretty bad. But when you see the four and zero written down in front of you and your name's on top, that right. makes it very, very real. real. Yeah. It makes you go, because that's the thing, in my head, I remember being 24 and working in local government and there was a guy who just joined and he was 41. And I remember thinking when he sat down, nice guy, Frank, comes to my comedy festival show still. But I, when I saw Frank for the first time, I was like, oh, fuck that shit. Wow. And so I'm you, like, you, you, I'm that guy now. You're projecting, you, you know, what you yeah. think on yourself yeah. right now. 
you know, it's weird. And also, like, it's weird not to celebrate it with all my uh, friends, which is what a lovely thing my partner did, and you were very much part of this, is uh, uh, unknown, uh, uh, not to my knowledge, she somehow was able to get a, a lot of my friends uh, to do a little video for me, uh, mm. singing along to my favourite song, Rocket Man. So uh, it was very, 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 very lovely. Uh, so lovely that it made me quite emotional because a lot of my dear friends I haven't seen in person like yourself, Dill. So the video was really fun for, to, for me to chat, try and do as well, but obviously I only know my section of it. So there was a lot of each particular section had someone else bumping in and singing. Yeah, yeah. So each, everyone, had, each, uh, everyone had a section uh, that sang it. Yeah. Uh, uh, except for one mate who didn't forgot how the whole thing worked and just sang Happy Birthday, which, to be honest, was very, very funny. That's really great. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like, so people dressed up, and you know, like, and people had their kids and cut their own videos. It was just crazy. But, you know, kids dressed up with their kids in astronaut suits. Like, it was very, very lovely. Like, yeah. it was, it was, it was a very sweet gesture. It was such a scramble for me to try and figure out an Elton John costume because obviously with lockdown, there was no way I was going to, you know. Yours was great. I don't know how you did it, but it, it, it was it was very, very funny. Um, um, it was... Yeah, yeah, it was it was quite yeah. So it was it was it was it was a lovely day. It was uh, a lovely day. But to be honest, we've been celebrating since Saturday. So it has been a Saturday. Right. We had a big uh, meal and we had Zoom friends and all that jazz. And then Tuesday was the big finisher. Yeah, righto. But no, you were saying so. So the uh, the the thing that they drew for you. Are you allowed to tell us what that was? The presents. Oh yeah. So they drew me a uh, coffee grinder. Ah, so, nice. So, uh, this man is the caffeinator. Yeah, the, the, I am the caffeinator. You know what? I should probably do a show about coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then the other one, uh, I am buying myself uh, my first set of clubs. Uh, so I do uh, like nice. golf. And uh, I went and got a fitting and done all that. And so I'll be buying uh, with everyone who's uh, chipped in. And was yeah, really that feels like a, a pun intended, chipped in. I see what yes, you did chipped in, chipped in. Uh, But yeah, and I, I thought it was such a middle-aged thing to do, but uh, but I've never had a full set of clubs. Like, like that's the weird thing. Like, I've always had, you know, mates or, you know, hand-me-downs. I've never bought a full yeah. set. And you I've know your, your, your full business when you've got that, that thing that you, the scope that you look down to see the distance between where the ball is and where you yeah. are. That's, that's when yeah, you that's know intense. you're some serious That's intense. I think, I think GPS has taken over that now, hasn't it? <laughs> oh, there must be an app, I'm sure, hey, that's going to try oh, and measure so it. so many golf apps, it's just insane. Right, right, right. Oh, cool. So, yeah, lots of presents. So, what was, uh, tell us about, the, I mean, it wouldn't be Fitbit if we don't talk about food. So, Cocoa Pops. Then it was uh, coffees and uh, pastries in the park. Then it was... Uh, Are you again, allowed to do that? Coffees and pastries in the park? Uh, yes, because we're doing exercise. Oh, okay. I gotcha. <laughs> you know... <laughs> that, that, no, wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 yeah, wait, wait. It's just, a hit workout. It is, it, is a, it is really working in the uh, abdominals uh, when you're digesting the delicious uh, uh, homemade crumpets. No, because uh, you're with the kids. They're running around. You're doing <laughs> more exercise around. right now, just backpedaling. Back <laughs> Very good. Very good. Because the thing is, if you've got kids, you're coming. Because I've seen this where cops will come in. Now, if you've got kids, they're like, yeah, whatever. You've got to take the kids out. They've got to run around. My favorite is lately, and again, you have to be wearing a mask, okay? If you're not wearing a mask, you're an idiot in Melbourne. But my favorite is when people, when you look at someone who's not wearing a mask, 
And if you give them that look going, why are you not wearing a mask, which I've done, and then they just randomly start running, it's my favourite thing to do. It's so I, uh, good. It's one so of my best good. buds uh, who lives in North Fitzroy gave me, uh, they got one of those sort of fancier ones that they've ordered, which has a little, like a nipple on the right-hand side of the cheek, so it helps with the breathing and shit. Anyway, oh, they yeah, got yeah. it. Yeah, so they're like, oh, we've got one if you want to come and grab it. I'm like, sure, I'll, I'll run over to you. It's about 4K. And it was so funny because... Unlike running in a park, I was running in on the street, and uh, and this this came up over the weekend with my uh, Instagram about whether you should be wearing a mask or not while exercising. And uh, I've checked it out. I looked at the Aussie government website. I looked at the WHO, and the advice is: do not exercise with the masks on. Oh, no. uh, it's it's more dangerous. So yeah, make sure that when you're exercising, especially with like if you're walking, keep the mask on. But if you're totally. increase, like you're cycling and things like that, you can take the mask down. But anyway, I was running through like, you know, Ratdown Street and all these main streets. So I felt like a dodgy unit at the traffic light because I'm standing at the traffic light without uh, a mask on. So what I started doing is I started jogging up and down. So it lo- still looks <laughs> like, you know, and, and let's be honest, I, I look the part these days because of all the runners and the Lululemon and, and stuff. So I'm like, no, this guy's a serious runner, except maybe the, the sunglasses. They're a bit too... Uh, to, but don't you have a gram. jogging one? Have you got a jogging one? Have you seen the jogging ones? Uh, glasses? No, no, the masks. No. See, I didn't know this until someone brought it to my attention. So you know the the bandanas uh, that uh, you see, like heaps of people wear their mask over on Survivor. You know, Survivor bandanas—they've all got their little, yeah. you know, they, they, they wear around their buff. neck. Yeah, like a buff. So lately, I've been seeing heaps of people wearing them. Like heaps of them, and I'm just like, oh, wow. I didn't know. Maybe Survivor's made a comeback. (laughs) (laughs) Survivor Urban. Yeah. Which is, to be honest, the entire world right now. Yeah, totally. Totally. And so now I just realized, oh, no, that's that's a running thing. So you can actually get running ones where you're just like. Yeah, you just put it up over your face. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, so yeah, so we went to the park, uh, and then uh, we. uh, How many calories did you burn in the park? Uh, Wow. From, from From sitting to the bench. Uh, to ordering coffee, that was uh, that was a lot. But hey, I had an almond latte. But then after that, lunch was my favourite, which was French toast, bacon, strawberries, and maple syrup, which was delicious, mm. absolutely scrumptious. Mm. Uh, and then afternoon tea was a, a homemade chocolate cake with a jam and cream in the middle, uh, oh. with a chocolate icing. Uh, oh, and then making, my you're talking pe- dirty to me. Oh, and, and it gets worse because then my mum and dad who they've turned into a tradition, uh, brought over a massive fresh bowl of Dutch Olibollen with icing sugar, which is uh, absolutely uh, delicious. Uh, and then that was finished up with Strootwafels, which, of course, is my favourite biscuit. A Sorry, thick shake. you should definitely be wearing a mask if you're going to be pronouncing any of this food again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then to, after eating all that, we finished uh, uh, with takeaway Thai. It was a huge day. Oh, huge. Amazing. But it is your birthday. It is my birthday, but I'll tell you what, I'm yet to shit and and I am in all sorts. (laughs) (laughs) Happy poo day to you. Happy birthday. Uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of funny. I'm kind of am glad to have got to it. I I, uh, I just, uh, yeah, I'm just glad it's kind of... it, it, It was, it was really, that's the one lucky thing about having children. They're more excited about your birthday than you are. So, so you get they, to live this, that with them. 
Yeah. Yeah, they celebrate. They're so pumped. They're making you cards. They're like, Daddy, you get to decide what you want to do. And I said, you know what I'd love to do right now? I'd love to sit on the couch and do nothing. And then I just watch my yeah. partner just go, oh, it's just one day. I just got to get through it. And then he'll be back to full-time parenting. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's a, it's a numbers thing, isn't it? Because obviously, the older you are, the more birthdays you've had. You're like, yeah, it's a birthday. Whereas when you're a kid... Like, it's so oh. much more special, isn't it? Do you so remember much. the first birthday that it didn't feel as special anymore? Where it kind of came and went and you went, huh. Like, I think it was around my 15th, maybe 16th, where I was like, oh, are we doing a cake and stuff? Mom's like, oh, if you want. But like, where there was not, like, no one really, like, my parents always made me feel special on my birthday. In fact, the Jai Singer tradition is to call each other at midnight of uh, whoever's birthday it is. So... We're in Melbourne, you call at midnight and it you know, call me, you know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm the one who gets fucked over the most because it's about a five and a half hour difference between Sri Lanka <laughs> and, uh, and and Australia. So I have to set my alarm at four thirty in the morning to wish my parents sometimes. And so uh that's when it's daylight savings and shit like that. But anyway, yeah, so the uh they've always made it special, but there was definitely a moment, I think, in my teens where it didn't become as big a deal, and then it became a uh, even more bigger deal when you got to when I got to Australia and it started to involve booze because oh, yeah, that was totally. when it was your birthday. You don't pay for a single beer. Oh, you go! It's 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 amazing. You just because I used to have a lot of parties. Like I used to have a lot of parties. I pretty much stopped having parties when I hit thirty. Like that's yeah. pretty much after that. It was but leading up to that, I, I was nearly most years I'd celebrate it. And even as a kid, like. I remember till even the age of eleven, it was all it was all about the cake. It was all yeah. about the cake. Like grandma would come out, like, "What would you like? I'd like Garfield. Uh, what would you like this year? I'd like Asterix. You know, like yeah. it was all about the cake. And then you'd have your friends over. But what my parents used to do, which I absolutely loved, and I'd like to do as well, is my parents weren't into lolly bags. They were already mum was a bit of a health food person. So dad, she gave <laughs> celery would, sticks. Is it? Did, no. My dad would make toys for each of the kids. Oh. So he, every the, year he'd come out. For the guests. Even the guests. For the guests. So one oh. year, and a friend of mine still has it, one year he decided to make spinning tops, like big spinning tops that would just spin forever. And it was mm. just amazing because then all the kids would leave with, with like a little present. So he just came up with these little wooden toys that he'd yeah. spent way too much time making. Like that's way the, too much. Like in the shed. The just, like, oh, fidget, so. fidget spinners of the 80s. Yeah. So I remember I was like, at first I was like, just, just lolly bag, just ch- chuck a Fredo yeah, in. Like, let's just, what's wrong with you? And then, a bit of um, sugar isn't that damaging for one day of the week, but I guess, yeah, you know. T- totally. And so, and I, just, and I remember all the games, like I always, because it's funny, like if you think about it, like even then growing up with my birthdays before it turned into just massive piss-ups, I still like to do something. Like I, I like to do it more than ever. It's like if it's a birthday, I want to do something like, is it strike bowling or is it like electronic darts or is it like going like, you know, this year, you know, for this is out there. What I wanted to do is I wanted to take all my close friends in comedy and I wanted to go to a theatre restaurant. That's what I really wanted to do. It was for my 40th. That's something I wanted to do. Like, so. It would have been so much fun. I know. And look, it will happen again. Sure, the theatre restaurant won't be there. We'll start up our own, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, there will be, imagine if there's a Titanic theater restaurant right now, one day in the future, there'll be the pandemic theater restaurant. <laughs> ben has frozen. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I, I haven't frozen. Everyone has to sit 1.5 meters apart. 
You know, you you oh, you, can I, you have to oh wear masks God. when you come in. A, and you yeah, know? can I order three? There's Coveritas. a security guard at the front that fucks you on the way in. It's so good. And then at bang at 11 o'clock, someone does a press conference. Stan Andrews look alike. <laughs> oh, it's oh. nice to laugh at this tragedy. Oh, that is great. And then, and, you know, and we, where, yeah, where would we do it? Oh, we, uh, I reckon there's, there's, so, there's something in that. Uh, there's something in that that is just great. But then again, what insane person would pay money to relive those days? No one. Well, well, the Titanic, you know what I mean? It's become such a cultural hit. Well, it is a cultural hit, yeah, but mean? like 100 years on. So, uh, but do you have like do you have a birthday that you – because this is the thing, like, have you got a birthday that you – that wasn't a great birthday? Uh, yeah, I think the 25th was a nice, awesome party. Like, it was one of my favorite parties I'd thrown. Um, and it was my 25th birthday. I was living in this party house, which we called the Unicorn, and it was it was a house that was going to be demolished in six months when we left. So we knew if, if we can trash the place and there was not going to be a bond issue because the place is going to get broken down anyway. You know what I mean? Uh, and the Unicorn was the massive party house where in Flemington, uh, so many of like people would you know, always after any uni event would end up at the Unicorn. Uh, the cops would be called up on us, you know, quite regularly. Shit would go down. There was at one point my mate decided it'd be interesting to see if he can spear tackle the front door. Uh, he did. And it, so for, for a month, there was just a massive hole in the front door. So it was one of those houses. So the 25th was an awesome party. The theme was uh, what you wanted to uh, grow up to be when you were a child. So yeah. you had to dress up in what your dream job was. So we had people come as footballers, as, uh, as you know, um, I don't know, I can't remember. Uh, I've drawn a blank. But I remember I wanted to go as Peter Pan because Peter Pan famously didn't want to grow up, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and 25 for me was when I just got fired from uh, accounting and I hadn't started, I haven't, you know, started doing comedy yet. So I was in limbo. So I thought, I'll go as the boy who never wanted to grow up. I went to the costume shop to get the Peter Pan outfit. <laughs> Let's just say it was a bit snug. Uh, it was a green tights with a green top. And I wasn't the, uh, you know, the, the leaner version of me right now that I am. But it was this, it was just really jiggly. And yep. so I went to the next alternative uh, of Peter Pan, Benjamin. Let's see if you can guess who is the other famous character who didn't want to grow up. All I can think of is Captain Hook. Well, no, Captain Hook is not... His thing wasn't about not wanting to grow up. Oh, um, so uh, the fairy, cultural... Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell? Did you no, it's Tinkerbell? not from... You know, you're, you're, you're getting stuck in, in the one storyline. I'm saying Peter Pan in that story was the guy who didn't want to grow up. Yeah. What other what other character? It doesn't have to be in the same story, Ben. You can move into different stories or different <laughs> I'm stuck real in Peter life. Pan. Okay, um, where was Peter Pan? Okay, let's go. Let, go, let me give you some clues. Right, where yeah. uh, did Peter Pan live? Uh, Neverland. Neverland. Now, where else have you heard Neverland being used? (laughs) (laughs) Did you you seriously go as Michael Jackson? I went as Michael Jackson. This is 2010. Wow. 
before we, you know, when we kind of were still okay with listening to Michael Jackson and stuff. Still listening to that. So I, 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 I mean, uh, look, I was probably dressed up as R. Kelly around the corner. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I went as MJ. I got MJ's jacket from Beat It, the music video Beat It. Uh, yeah. There was a, a curly wig. Did not do uh, uh, blackface or anything like that. I stayed the same. Yeah. Uh, I did Michael Jackson. But here's the thing. I actually learned the beat it dance for the party. Because I oh, was the, like... The, uh, beat, yeah, beat it. Beat it. Yeah. Beat it. Is that the one? Is the... No, no, that's Thriller. You're doing the Thriller oh, Thriller. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, beat it has its own one where he's like moving his hands. Anyway, I can't do the... I can't honestly even remember. But there's a whole wiggle of the, the spine. Show him how funky. Show that it's... Uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, you know the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I learned yeah. the song for that. Had a great, great party. But I remember distinctively feeling very, very sad in the lead up because I'm like, I'm 25. I've just left accounting. Accounting doesn't look like it's for me. What am I going to do with my life? Like I was very much a lost... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I went from Peter Pan to one of the Lost Boys, and I did not know what my life was ahead was going to look like. You know, before in the lead up, every year before that, pretty much for a while, I knew I was going to be an accountant, and I was having this existential crisis of going, "Well, if I'm not an accountant, what am I then?" And I was lost. And then you fast forward to my thirtieth, one of the best parties I've ever had. It was by uh, I invited a whole bunch of people to join me for drinks at the. Um, at the pub, James Squire, what's it called? The Portland Hotel. Portland, the Portland Hotel, Hotel yes. on Russell Street. And Tommy Dastolo today talks about the ridiculousness of the mixed bag of people that were there. He, I think it was uh, Carl Chandler who had pointed and said, look at this, this is classic dill. It's a, it's a, it's a whole spectrum of Melbourne comedy because there were, <laughs> there were these little factions of comedy or comedy cliques, I suppose, in Melbourne. But because I was a gig pig who did every single gig, it just yeah. brought out, you'd have people interacting, you know, Luke McGregor and Ronnie Cheng talking to, you know, the guys from Station 59 or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was quite a quite a lovely feeling to see that many people come out to have a few that's drinks great with me. Though. I mean, and that, yeah, that's what I miss about parties. Where were you? Why weren't you at that party? Well, what year was that? That would have been two thousand and fifteen. Two thousand fifteen. So I would have just. January. So I would have just started working on my first TV show. So I remember uh, I was doing. I was doing too good at, for me. You were like, it's gone way, to your head. Way, way too yeah, good. Yeah. But I remember that was a period I stopped drinking. And I would have, uh, in 2000, I would, my child would have been six months. So my okay, first child enough. would have been six months. Ooh, so so I, I think first TV gig at six months and 127 kilos, I probably would have probably said, <laughs> probably would have yeah, said right. no to uh, the drinks. But that was too But yeah, you, you would have definitely sent me a message to say happy birthday, though. So that's absolutely. True. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt. I probably would actually probably would have said present still in the mail. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's all right. You know, so, it slowed down because of the pandemic. But yeah, I so, remember the, the and the funny thing is that by 2015 I wasn't a full time comic or anything like that. Like I was still you know, working as an accountant. But the very idea that I knew what I wanted to do with my life, even though I wasn't doing it at a full-time level, was such a huge relief for me. I'm like, oh, I feel so much happier right now that that this is what 30 feels like, is that at least I know where I'm headed, you know? Yeah, Whereas yeah, yeah. 25 yeah. was just, ugh. Yeah, it's um, funny because I, I had that moment at 27, but I just yeah. remember just like completely disenchanted. Started a band just, with J- Dave Grohl. And- yeah, but I left and just went to Amsterdam. 
and then uh, and and then that's when I started managing that nightclub over there, and I was just like, and when I started doing that, I was like, nothing else mattered because it was just so much fun. I was like, but then also I was there with people who had already been doing the job for five years, so knowing that I wasn't going to do it for a very long time, that I could just enjoy it rather than the idea of getting stuck somewhere. That's yeah. that's the thing. I think that's the thing that so many people like. Once you get to like, I've got to forty. And now I'm like, sure, at the moment now, I have no real form of income. Thank you, Patreon. You are my income. Like, let's be honest. I, that, that is what I am not, I, I, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, divulging too much here. I'm not getting any government support. I'm one of those lucky people in the arts that misses out on all that kind of stuff. But hitting 40, I'm like, well, just think about what you had to go through leading up to this decade. We did the, the, the decade it was. Well, I've just kind of been doing that in my head anyway because I'm just like well if you think about it 40 where were you at 33 where you at 34 you know and now look at you and now he's like well you're living where you want to live your family's all in the same city which I am considered very lucky because I always hear from your side how difficult it can be and I've got two gorgeous kids that listen and want to learn and are curious so it's moments like that where I was like ah oh, mate Sure, you you know you've stacked on a couple of COVID kilos, but you know, God, you're not smoking, you're not taking drugs, you know, you're genuinely enjoying your life. And 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 the thing that a lot of people put on their birthday cards, which is really interesting, which is something I need to work on, is just not to be so hard on myself. And that is something that is hard because that's probably still imprinted in in my head. But I just need to sometimes just not be so hard on myself and 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 take it a bit easy because you yeah. know I can't fix everything. I can't fix the situation I am now. It's just like, just just take it easy. And that's why I was able to generally enjoy the day and be as present as I possibly can. And it's a lot easy when you're having your third piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, my, I've been trying to work on this thing and it's starting to work. Uh, it obviously, like everything, it takes time. But uh, it's starting to uh, take, uh, which is uh, when I'm s- s- feeling like negative towards myself and I'm, and I'm being unkind and saying bad things to myself. I try and imagine the circumstances I'm in uh, that if it was someone else, like my brother or a, mm. a best friend or something like that. And I'll be like, if you knew that they were going through this, the exact thing that you're doing, would you say the things you're saying to yourself to them? Yeah. And I'm like, of course not. I'd be more compassionate and I'll be more understanding and I'd give them a bit of break, a bit, give them a break and cut them some slack. And I was like, yeah, I need to. Uh, then I try and think, what would I say to them? And yeah. then... You know, occasionally write it out going, okay, I would say, hey, you know, this, I'll type it out and say, these are the things I'd want them to know from as a care, as someone who cares about them. Hey, don't forget, this is, you know, this is justified or this is that. And I realized and I read it, I'm like, oh, that's for me. Like, I need to remember these yeah, things. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think you're really good at just being generally not, like, you know, you're hard on yourself, but you also take the time and go, hey, buddy, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. You know, cut yourself, celebrate the wins. I still can it's sometimes. That old vo- it's that voice. Remember the hey, 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 yeah, hey, totally. slow down. Yeah, yeah, so, because I don't want to lose that, um, that, that, uh, that asshole in me either, because that, that, yeah. that, that coach, that, that drill sergeant that's in me is the one that pushed me to, you know, not accept uh, a career that I wasn't happy with. It was the mm. one that told me, yelled in me at my face to, you know, not accept the the, the, the unhealthy eating habits, the alcohol. Like, I don't want to yeah. lose that guy. 
right? Because no, he no. does push me out of my comfort zone and makes me do these things that I thought was, you know, might have thought wasn't within my ability to do. So that guy yeah. is useful. I need the drill sergeant. But totally. once in a while, I'm like, hey, mate, not right now. I kind of need a little, bring the other guy in. Give, bring the guy who loves to, you know, <laughs> just share hugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, like if, so when's your birthday? You've already had your birthday. I mean, you would know it given the number of times you've messaged me to wish me. Because <laughs> you're, you're uh, 35 30th of now. January. Yeah. Yeah, 30th, 35. 35. And my 35th birthday was a glorious one because I don't know if you remember, I might have even told this on the podcast because I couldn't decide which of my favorite restaurants I wanted to eat That's at right. for lunch and that I decided to go to all of them <laughs> and That's order right. one or two items per restaurant. So I'd go to Supernormal, get the lobster roll, go, thank you. And then I'd walk down the road Went to uh, Lupino, got their uh, pumpkin ricotta thing, then had that, then went to uh, Chin Chin, got their butter chicken and coconut rice. So that's rice. amazing. That's amazing. But yeah, it was like, a pretty great day. Because now it's like, like, I can remember all my years now, but between 27, when I got back from Holland till till 30, what was it, 30, 33, I, I, it's just all a blur. I wouldn't know what happened on what years, like... You know, it was yeah, a very right. troubling time. But now with children, it's just what happened in 2015. Well, Minka was one. What happened in 2000? You know, like it's just so easy because you associate the times with with what's happening and the milestones in your in your child's lifestyle, like in your lifetime. Like 2020, we'll never forget for what we're going through now. Like it, it, it is a year that will never be forgotten. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, well, what's What's next? Like, I, I'm kind of excited about 40. I mean, people say, you know, 40 is the new 30, and I still don't, I don't really know what that means. I know. I they also say orange is the new black, and I don't get that either. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I, do but you, before, do you, you go, sorry, go. No, no, you go, you go. No, it's just that one thing is, it's not often, because uh, I'm not a quote kind of guy. Like, I love a quote here and there, and, uh, you know, it's <laughs> inspirational quotes but it was that same thing i was like just leading up to because when you're coming up to 40 it's a bit of a roll co- roller coaster you're like oh do i feel good how do i feel about it? it's my last day in my 30s it, it kind of as much as it seems like it's just a number and you don't even feel that age whatever that age is supposed to feel i did come across one quote which was um uh, my goal is to create a life i don't need a holiday from now i had never heard that wow. one before, but it's really stuck with me because because that's the whole thing about doing comedy and stuff. Like doing comedy is just like it just didn't feel like work, even though you work really hard at it. It just we'd I'd done previous jobs beforehand that felt like work, and then with my family, which is the the people I want to spend the most of because I enjoy the time the most. I was like, yeah, when we do go on a holiday, it's because we want to have fun and go somewhere different. But at the mm. same time, being home and locked down, and again, this lockdown, it's been three weeks. And my God, am I doing it so much better than I was last time that now it actually feels more like a holiday than the last lockdown. Last time I lockdown, I was like, yeah, it's a bit of a break. We were working too hard. But now it's like, well, when are we going to work again? No idea. But now it generally feels like it's kind of fun. And when I read that, I was like, wow, that, that actually sticks. Like create a life that you don't need a holiday from. And I was like, yeah, just because if it's always great, then enjoy it. Yeah. It's bringing a little, making me a bit teary because I, I, I definitely was looking back at the last three, four years with my comedy and stuff, and I realized I hadn't really allocated a holiday. The closest thing to a holiday was mm. the uh, Little Dum Dum Club uh, live shows in Thailand, in Koh Samui. But even right. that's, you know, still technically work, I suppose. You know what I mean? 
And yeah. so, in a strange way, it's kind of nice to know that, yeah, I did kind of have a taste of what that would feel like where I love what I do so much that I didn't really feel like I needed a break from it, you know? Yeah, 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 totally. And that's kind of, yeah, yeah, I, I totally get that. And you're really good at, you know, you're throwing yourself into comedy and, and hence why you're so good at it, you know, that it's really hard when it stops, it it stops. And that's kind of where we at, like, you know. Well, thank you, no, but... But I think I also, I may have mentioned this on the podcast, that I'd, I'd realized that that love for the comedy that I had was a bit unhealthy at some point, where I realized I needed to start distancing my self-worth from the job. And I didn't want it to be where the reason I'm feeling good is because, uh, you know, I had a good gig. Or because if I had a bad gig, I'd feel shit. Like I'd failed at life because I'd put so much of my identity mm. into the idea of being a good stand-up comedian that... I didn't want it to be this case where I, if I'm not doing comedy, then I'm failing. And I'm glad I put that work in a year and a half ago uh, with my therapist because now when the pandemic was, you know, happening, I didn't, you know, yes, I miss gigging, but I still didn't feel, I didn't feel worthless because I'm like, yeah. no, there's still more to me than just the guy who gets up on stage and tells jokes for a living, you know? Yeah. But totally. that was, that was what I hung on to for years thinking, Oh, I am deserving of people's love and respect because I do that. You know, it's the truth is yeah. like, no, I deserve it because there are so many different things. Yeah, it's funny. I'm, and I'm always so curious now in the pandemic, it's like, you know, the arts will come back, comedy will come back. Whenever that happens, it happens. It just comes, you know, that's the way the world works. It happens after wars and stuff. But I'm always curious about, you know, and it is really tough on people out there and, uh, and and uh, and for people who've lost their jobs uh, or in families where both incomes have lost, it is it is hard times. Um, but the the thing I show is like I'm just curious. I'd love to hear from, and I've heard from one friend, but just from listeners who the pandemic was the change that they needed, the change that they lost their job because they didn't want to quit because the job was too good. But then the pandemic came along and they lost it, and it's been the best thing that's ever happened for them. Like I'm I I've met one friend who's just like it forced my hand to do something. And I'm just curious how many people at the moment now is difficult and challenges as this horrible uh, uh, disease is that they're like, actually, no, I'm now finally doing something I really want to do, which is yeah. start writing or start yeah. doing this. Like, you know, I'd be like, careful with the framing of that, though, rather than necessarily saying, I'm glad this happened because yeah, yeah. my life is so much better now. No, I think yeah. I think a better way to approach I know what the, I know what you meant to say, which is that. It sucks that it happened, but now that it, yeah, I know. Yeah. (laughs) It sucks that this happened, but given that it did happen, (sighs) what are the good things that, you know, have come off the, off the back of this? You know what I mean? It's like, you don't want to be in a situation where you're celebrating the, in spite of the the number of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people have died. You're like, you know what? But it made me finally quit my day job. (laughs) (laughs) So in that in that sense of the world, you know, fair, you know, fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, be careful when you're framing that. I know, and this is us in the in, in the midst of the highest numbers. We are like seriously, like in the middle of it right now. I'm like, hey, how good is this? Just trying to let's just flip it. It's great. It's not great. It's not great. It's, at all. it's tough. It's tough. I had a bad. I had a bad day last week. Um, when it hit me that I'm 35 years old, since age is what we're talking about a lot today. Uh, since See, the age I, of 35, uh, since I was born, I have never had a December or a Christmas without either my mom and dad or both of them. They've always, Ooh. I've always been with them over December. So even though we haven't even come to it yet, 
when it started to hit me that this will be a December that I'm not with them, it really, really kind of, uh, you know. Yeah, that would be. You look forward to that. Punch. Yeah, man. It was like a lock. You know, every year it was like, oh, I'm in Sri Lanka in December. Or my parents are going to be over here. Or whatever it was, they were going to yeah. be with me. I was going to be with them. And, uh, and uh, But also, you know what? It kind of made me realize that all that shit that I was banging on about, uh, this two shall pass and stuff, is. I'm glad I did all that because... I remember on the 1st of Jan 2019, after the clock struck midnight and we're celebrating the new year, it was me, mom and dad, my brother and his wife. And I remember we were at this beautiful hotel in Sri Lanka having a great old time. And I was like, hey, you don't know. This is just to myself. I didn't say it out loud because I didn't want to be a bummer. I was like, you don't know if this is going to be uh, the last time all five of you are together. So mm-hmm. make sure you take this all in. Take this moment in, enjoy the fireworks, hug the shit out of them, yeah. and just really breathe this moment in. And, you know, I did it, and, yeah, it, it's very likely that there's going to be two, at least two New Year's that I'm not, at the five of us won't be together, you know? And uh, and that's yeah. a tough one to swallow, but at the same time, I know at least, you know, that this two shall pass concept, I did try and live by it, and I can see the benefit of that today, which is that I didn't take those moments for granted. Like, I yeah. still remember that, you know, the jokes we made that night, the the food, yeah. the fact that I ate dessert first before I ate any of the mains. <laughs> or is, is my is my grandma like my grandmother's still alive? My grandmother is in Holland. She's ninety years old, right? And wow. she even said she's like, I never thought I'd have a grandson at forty. And and we spoke, and she was like, Grandma, I don't know when I'm going to see you again. And she goes, Hey, but we've seen each other so many times. How good's that? Yeah. I was like, Oh, I was like, Yeah. She's like. Man, you lived on the other side your whole life and we have such a great connection because your mum put a value on it and just the thing we saved for the most was to get over there. And going over there in the 80s cost a fortune, 90s, was it? it wasn't until later on it made it more affordable. But I go, yeah, you're right. Like, you know, this too shall pass and hopefully I can bring her great-great-grandchildren to see her one more time. But, yeah, it was, it was funny. I'd never heard it. She's, you know, she can be a bit of a downer at times and, you know, she's got certain health issues, but she's like, yeah, but I... I We've got to see each other so much already. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's a really sweet way of, of looking at it. It's an incredibly uh, beautiful way. And I think that's a beautiful note to wrap up on as well. Yes, it is, it is very lovely. And, and again, and, and I, I agree, Dale, like uh, for people out there, it's, uh, it's, uh, we're thinking of you. And, uh, and especially for people in Melbourne, it's hard. But we, uh, we love it that you listen and, uh, and we love it that you're um, so vocal on the socials. We really appreciate yeah. it. Sorry if we sometimes get a bit too down on this pod these days, folks, but you know what it's like. We always try and be as honest as we can. We'll try and bring some yeah. humor in when we, when it feels natural. And then occasionally you'll have an ending like this. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Uh, but, you know, so we do have a Patreon episode that's coming up that's all about jokes. So, yes, you know, that'll yes. compensate for that. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, well, so, happy so birthday, good. buddy. I'm so happy that you had such a lovely day with your family and that you're all, uh, all of you are doing safe. Yes, uh, and thank you. Thank you very joy. much for, for your sweet messages on the day. Um, it was, oh, yeah, uh, it did. Was I, I, did you like the parody song? <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. The kids love it. Kids love your parents. <laughs> Mink, Mink, Mink has to listen to it twice, uh, oh, so really? it's quite funny. So when you do your parody she, songs, because like, I I try and reference the kids, I guess that's why they love yeah, it. Yeah, they love it. They love they it. They're like, oh, I always, oh. whenever I, I've done a couple of parodies for you, uh, and, and, and Mink, <laughs> yeah. and Mink sort of goes, "Ah, oh, see what he did there. See what he, she's she's constructing." Right, right, 
right, right. She's uh, uh, deconstructing the joke. I love it. I love it. Right. Okay. Uh, so, P- Patreon listeners, uh, please, please get involved. Uh, we've got a great one. Uh, we can sizzle it. Uh, the next one coming up yeah. is uh, Dave O'Neill. Uh, Dave O'Neill, yeah. and we talk about jokes. So, um, Dylan and I talk about our favorite jokes, and we haven't seen our friend Dave O'Neill in a while because. Again, most of our gigs are on Zoom these days, so it's... Uh, it was a really so, fun one. It's a really nice yeah. release from, uh, you know, the... We do talk of Fitbit stuff, obviously. We talk about uh, Dave's health and stuff during ISO. But, uh, yeah, it was just really fun going through the history of uh, certain Aussie jokes and uh, British jokes and how we all kind of grew up with our own influences of how humor, you know, affected us and things like that. So it's a really yeah. lovely chat. It's a good one. So, yeah, that's a good enough incentive to join the Patreon if you're already not a, uh, what is number dollar five? Is a squash dog if you're $5 and up? Yeah, $5 a month, it gets you at the bonus content. So, uh, yeah, join fantastic. Up, five bucks a month. And, uh, the usual and, uh, plugs for me, Amazon Bundle of Joy uh, is on Amazon Prime, but also uh, Audible. Uh, check those out. Uh, but also, yeah, no, Instagram, I, I'm Dilruk J. I've got a plug. Yes, go for it. Um, uh, only because you reminded me of it because you were listening to it. Um, I got to oh, do, yes. I got to do uh, Peter Hellier's uh, amazing podcast. Um, uh, you ain't seen nothing yet. So we talk about movies I haven't seen, and the movie I hadn't seen was I've forgotten what was. It? Oh my god, ET. Oh, ET. Jesus, Benny. That's right. I keep thinking about for an hour about it. <laughs> um, but, but we, we, we. That's the thing. The interesting thing is we talked about it. Uh, last year, and so it was uh, kind of funny to uh, listen back to it and uh, and relive it because uh, at that time I think that was the fittest I have been, uh, which was uh, end of October last year, which was uh, riding eighty kilometers a week, uh, even running, and then beating Husey and Squash. Uh, those times yeah. will come back. They'll come back. They'll come back. Mate, um, with patience yeah. and kindness to yourself, I'm sure they will. Uh, but on that podcast, though, yeah, I genuinely uh, uh, called Ben the other day, <laughs> yes. was it, uh, a couple of days ago, because I had to pause it about 10 minutes in because I was laughing so hard. Uh, ben was absolutely on fire. And I just wanted to say how great a job he was doing because I, in fact, had to pause it because uh, I decided I should watch E.T. again because I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that I was on the same page as the references you guys are making. So definitely check that part out. It's a good, it is, podcast. It's a good podcast. It's hilarious. And Ben's on fire. All right. Sweet, man. Uh, lovely to chat to you. Uh, lovely to see your beautiful face. Uh and take care, everybody, uh, especially those uh, in lockdown. Uh, yep. Look after yourselves. Remember, be, be kind. If you, you know, be kind to yourself. And wear Imagine a you mask. Wear <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Somebody stop those people not wearing masks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week, uh, people. Bye, everyone. Love you. Ow, ow, ow.